0: Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. Town
1: Talk powered this morning by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, visit tourstaffordva.com, tourstafford.com va.com. great show ahead of us this morning it is jersey boys at uh, the riverside center for the performing arts january 17th through march 24th we've got a full house here but we'll start as always with uh my friend patrick ahern morning patrick good morning my friend ted (laughs) schubel i have waited about five years for this i texted you on a saturday afternoon from uh, from richmond as i watched this and said You ought to get this. And you said, I'd love to get it, but we're going to have to wait a while. Well, we
2: had it, and then they pulled it.
1: That's right.
2: And then they said, you can have it, but I had already flipped grease in there. Yeah. And actually, grease was probably the all-time biggest seller. Uh, So, But now we've got it. Yeah, yeah. I love Jersey, so I'm I'm glad is, we're doing Jersey yeah, Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I can't wait
1: to meet these guys just because everyone has there's there's so much enthusiasm about this show. This is this is a great show. If it, I, I, when I saw it, I went home that night and went to iTunes and bought every every song that they in in the show because I I,
2: I knew them all. Well, it's nostalgic. Yes, you know, yeah. and especially for the the boomers and 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 up and um i think with the way the world is today people like familiarity they like to reminisce about mm-hmm. times that were what they thought better yeah and so this is the the ticket i mean the show ran for 15 years on broadway and uh and it was solid for 15 years and then and then it was off broadway for a period of time they brought it back that's why i got bumped the se- the time we were supposed to have jersey boys the first time but um but yeah, we have uh, an excellent uh, group of people, uh, and the four guys are here this morning, and each one of them is super talented in their own individuality, and um, they're going to spend time talking to you this morning, Ted, because you, you need to get to know them. I want to. I want um, to. Well, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll just go around the room, introduce yourself, and then we'll we'll
3: we'll uh, we'll go from there.
4: Hey, uh, I'm Gian Di Costanzo, and I play Frankie Valley.
3: I am Cooper Shaw. I play Nick
5: Massey. I'm Jarrett Bloom. I play Bob Gaudio.
4: I'm Calvin Malone, and I play
6: Tommy DeVito.
5: Great to have you guys
1: here. Welcome, welcome to the area. Have you all, any of you, done Jersey Boys before?
4: I have. To, this is my sixth time doing Jersey Boys. <laughs> have you always been Frankie Valli? Uh, no. This is my. Th- mm. Third time being Frankie Valley, but prior to that, uh, I was a swing on Norwegian Cruise Lines. For those who don't know, a swing is somewhat is an ensemble member who covers uh, multiple leading yeah. roles. Uh, and then I was Joe Pesci, and I covered uh, Frankie Valley, and now I'm playing Frankie full time. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: the the way this show is because it's it's, it's everybody sort of tells their own story. And makes that that's what makes it so interesting. You're, you're you're getting different perspectives. This is a fun show. and and like Patrick said, the music. how how fun is it to do the music in this show?
5: I, I love it. Um, like all of the music is so different from every other show that we've done at Riverside, I feel like. Um, it's very upbeat. Um, it's impossible to not tap or snap your fingers and right. to all of the songs. Um, and it's just, we had our sits probe the other night with the band um, and it's just a phenomenal sound. The so.
6: band is incredible.
1: I bet to get out there, to do, 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 the, do everything you, you do before then the music and to put the music then to this show has to just, a, a, as you rehearse and get ready for this, has to just change everything.
4: Oh, absolutely. And, it, and this show is, is special in a way where the music doesn't necessarily drive the plot forward like a traditional musical mm-hmm. but it's all inserted th- as performances that the the seasons are doing. But all of the songs line up with what's happening in their story. Yeah, so it it in a sense does drive the plot because you're getting a an internal sense of what the band is going through, but they're just performing their songs. so it's it's an interesting. Uh, layer of how they wrote the show—it's—it's it's really special.
1: I forgot mm-hmm. about that. That—that that is that. At, at times, you sit there and you just think, "Wow, how that 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 really worked out well." Yeah,
6: <laughs>
4: yeah. So, I think, oh, sorry.
6: Go like, ahead. In, in, in addition ahead. to that, everybody, I feel like, come for the music, stay for the story. Everyone's going to know the classic tunes, but then, to me, what is shocking about how good the show is? Of course, everybody knows the music, but you get these incredibly well-written scenes the interaction between the four characters mm-hmm. and how each of us spend time narrating the show and telling our own point of views of the story i think is incredible because it's fast-paced it's well-written it moves along it keeps your attention it's great
1: i'm sure you all have watched youtube's and you know videos and you know have have seen all of that you do, you do that kind of thing just to for just for either for mannerisms or for timing or any of that kind of stuff
3: yeah it was great i mean it was a great resource to try and also get some like original interviews and original hmm. content from, like, their videos back in the 60s and the Edge Sullivan Show, just to get a sense of, like, what their energy is and how they relate to each other, you know.
1: Well, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to hear you guys sing in the show and to actually be involved. Were you going to jump in and say something? Oh, you weren't. You just smile. just 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 a, just a big smile. It is uh, Jersey Boys. January 17th is when it starts through March 24th. RiversideDT.com for tickets 540 370 4300. More on this. We're going to. So this is the show this morning. Can't wait to talk about it. And uh, we'll take a break and uh, continue on News Talk 1230 WFVA.
0: Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFEA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: Riverside Center for the Performing Arts this morning and Jersey Boys at uh, Riverside beginning on uh, January 17th. Patrick Ahern, when you're doing a show like this when where, where the music is so recognizable, does that create any... any differences I mean you know do, you, do you, because we all know the songs
2: no it it's it's great because it sells <laughs> tickets yeah um, already the the sales for the show are, are huge I mean it, it's any of your big name shows um, are, are gonna draw a crowd number one and then number two when it's it's a library of songs and mm. tunes that you know our target audience is probably 45 and above and but but I think it it speaks to the younger crowd too right I mean uh, you know uh, again it's the nostalgia that everybody um, endears themselves to whether you lived through it or whether you listen to your parents music Mm -hmm. Um, it's infectious and and I think people love that tight harmony Uh, there's something to be said for for, four guys and such a great blend um, it, it's, uh, these guys are great and, and th- there's just a, a precision to that. And if you can sit and watch a show for two, two and a half hours and listen to them go through the catalog of songs of the four seasons and, and do it as well as they're doing it, 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 you know, so the tunes are what make this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so how do you guys get the precision that you need? Because that, that is, that's what, what a great word to describe it. And you guys all kind of come together. And how long does it take to get that precision?
3: So it's a lot of practice. I mean, <laughs> practice. we, we spent the first few days alone just on music. Yeah. And then when you're learning the choreography, you you learn what you still haven't learned yet. So you go back home and you, you review and review until you've, you're you like, okay, I, finally, I know what I'm doing. It sounds good.
5: As for how we learn all of those in... How we hold the harmonies that's Carson Eubank. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. That's the other thing of holding. Yeah. Be able to hold the harmonies and, and, and make it work.
5: Absolutely. No. And like Cooper said, the first like two to three days of rehearsals were all just straight, like four hours of um, music at a time. And so we would go through starting, I think we started with Dawn. Um, Cause that's one of the most complex, um, harmonic structures in the show um and so we just started there and worked our way through it and it's a great group of musicians everybody in the show is just phenomenal um both as a soloist and at their harmony lines so
1: it's like a, it's like a sports team almost having to really really work through plays and, and figuring
6: out you know because because it all has to work absolutely And on that analogy, as Jarrett said, we could not do it without our coach or our music director, Carson Eubank. And he's awesome. Oh, yeah, he's incredible. We each had our own time with him before we all got together to go through and kind of lay out what we're going to be doing throughout the show. And then putting it all together and him being on top of that and then running the band. And he's a genius. So we could not do it without him. But also, as Cooper said, it's practice in the room, but also lots of practice on our own outside of that. This has to be a thrill for you guys, to and especially and, and to do this. I guess
1: between now and when the show starts and, and all this, you got to get to know each other and kind of hang around with each other and, and have some chemistry, just in real life, to do a show like this.
4: Yeah, it's uh, it's actually super important for the the four of us to to get to know each other throughout the process and and. Uh, I came in a little bit late to this process, but already uh, sharing the stage and right now the rehearsal room with with these four is just like it, it's an instant chemistry because we're together all the time and, and just getting to know each other's, uh, you know, not quirks, but like idiosyncrasies yeah. and, and things that we can play off of in the room and and uh, you know moments like now and <laughs> we're looking at each other to who's gonna answer this question <laughs> yeah type of thing so um you know I'm I'm really looking forward to to getting to know these these guys more as we go throughout the process and I'm sure we'll find like little gems on stage to you know wink at each other or you know give a little smile because we know what's coming up or um because that's that's something that as i've done the show so many times uh really does come through uh as you as we get to know each other more and and have that that real camaraderie on stage where we we can support each other and go through the the show yeah
1: i mean it's, it's, you, you can't just go to rehearsals and then go your own way and just you didn't do that all the time you really do have to get to know each other to make to make it work on stage
4: yeah yeah i think we were gonna go bowling but but the weather uh um, <laughs> caught us so i think we're 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 due
2: for a a cast hangout to to get to know each other a little bit more. You know, one one of the things, Ted, that makes the the music tight and strong, I would think, with these guys, is listening is such a big part of harmonic blend and Hmm. and trusting the guys that you're singing with. And and I would dare say that you come and see the show in the first week. And then come and see the show in about the sixth, seventh week. Yeah, you're, you're going to notice a change from exactly what Gian just said because they're going to get to know each other more. They're going to get to know who you can trust.
0: <laughs>
2: who's going to sell you down the road? But but all of that is fun when you're doing that kind of singing, you know? Right. Because then then it's yes, they're portraying the Jersey Boys, but you know they're creating their own group. Um, yeah. As well. So that's my two cents for the day
1: (laughs) well let's go let's go around the room here and just just a little bit background kelvin i'll start off with you a little bit of background about about you where you're from and and, in how you got how you got involved in this life
6: oh sure uh so i'm born and raised in kentucky i went to school in nashville tennessee belmont university and then did the traveling actor thing for a few years and then had a director friend of mine in 2014 reach out to me and tell me that he was looking for a -a Lancelot and their production of Spamalot at a little theater called the Riverside Dinner Theater at the time um, in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And I was doing a production of Carousel at the time and sent in some video, got the gig and came out there and liked the place a lot and then did eight shows in a row with them and loved my time there. And since then and since COVID, I've been working in DC as an actor. But after the world and theater specifically has opened back up, um, I moved to Richmond, End of twenty twenty two, and this is my first show back at Riverside since COVID. and I'm thrilled to be here.
1: And you did you did this show about ten years ago with Spam a lot.
6: Yes, which was that's I was when I walked in here with Patrick. I was like this room looks familiar. The outside I don't remember so much, but yeah, about ten years ago, it's wild. Hasn't changed much.
1: It's great to this room back. has not changed. It's good. It's, <laughs> it's good to, when you walked in. I thought you look familiar, but I I, uh, I I wasn't sure. Jared, what's uh, what, what's your story here?
5: Um. So, I was born and raised in Fredericksburg area um, when I graduated high school. Where'd you Uh, graduate from high school? I was homeschooled. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, that was its own adventure. Yeah. um, When I graduated, I took a year and a half or so um, to kind of audition for things, see if this was something that I could make a career out of. And I got lucky that people kept hiring me and um, I went up and down the East coast, Annapolis, um, out in Lynchburg up, I did like a cabaret show in New York. Um, and then I was working in Allentown when, um, Patrick called me in to do Bright Star. And then at the same time, um, they were looking for a replacement for Greece, which was also directed by, um, our director, Patty DeBeck. Yeah. Um, and so I came in that evening, did the reading and then, um, started rehearsals the next day, um. And I've been on and off at Riverside for about four years now. So. Well,
1: it's got to be fun for somebody who's who grew up around here to be able to do shows around here.
5: It is, for sure. Um, and this has been how I'm putting myself through college. I'm at William & Mary right now and then also doing paralegal studies through VCU. Um, and it's been fantastic to be able to do what I love and to pay for school that way. Um, so it's been fantastic. And it's a great group of people at Riverside. Um, that's why no matter where I go and... How many different companies I work with? I always enjoy coming back here. So.
1: How difficult is it to be in school and to take in the, in the course of this line of study you're doing is, is is pretty intense to do that along with this. I can't imagine.
5: It's a lot, <laughs> but Patrick and um, the whole team at Riverside have all been very kind and gracious about in rehearsals, working with me on yeah. my schedule, um, and so it's been fantastic. And I. Love being here because I have so much support from everybody—from cast members to kitchen staff to everybody on the team—is just fantastic. So.
1: Well, you'd be the person to drive when if you were in downtown Fredericksburg with all the one-way streets. You would know <laughs> the one-way streets and been able to everybody, you know, maneuver
3: around.
5: I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper, what's
1: your what's your story? Welcome.
3: Hi. Uh, also grew up in the Fredericksburg area. Uh, born and raised, uh, born in Stafford. Um, I did a lot of shows at Riverside when I was a kid. I think, like, all the other, like, 18. I met Patrick when I was, like, 12. Um, and then... Um, so he's some... almost
1: the Uncle Patrick in a way. A little bit, <laughs> <funny. laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. and then, um, yeah, it took some time. I went to um, James Madison University for musical theater and then graduated when the world shut down. Um <laughs> And then, but then, luckily, theater was able to find its way back. And so, did Camelot with them. The beginning of, mm. I, I guess, it'd be, yeah, like two yeah. years ago now, two or two or so. Um, and then I just I knew the show was coming up, and was very excited to have the opportunity to be able to perform in it, and just nice to be back home. When I'm not living here, I'm usually living and working in New York, whether that's doing s- small projects or survival jobs or whatever that is yeah
1: well so same 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 thing with 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 jared then that uh, yeah to, just to be able to round here and and know no people or you know have have people come and or come up to you and say i you know i remember you mm-hmm. and that's, that's got to be pretty cool
3: yeah it's great to be it's great to be able to still have some of that community that you grew up with like i mean i i did theater with jared when i was a kid and uh same with a couple other people in this show. I, I did theater with them when I was younger too. So it's it's. I came back to this theater like ten years later, not knowing who I'd know, and I was like, I still know like half the people here. And yeah, it's great. To just It is. I, I have, they keep that cohesion of, of people, and it's you know it's a good thing if people are always coming back.
4: Yeah, Cheon, what about you? Hey, uh, so I was born and raised in Rhode Island, uh, and I went to school at Emerson College. Uh, I graduated in 2016 with a BFA in uh, theater and performance. Uh, And then after I graduated, I was lucky to dive kind of right into the regional theater scene. Um, I did a national tour. uh, And then I eventually got to do uh, Jersey Boys on Norwegian cruise lines. And Jersey Boys has literally always been my dream show. I just love you know, the harmony singing mm-hmm. and, you know, this kind of music. So I, and it they're Italian and I'm super Italian. So it's like, <laughs> this is me. Um, so uh, I got to do Jersey boys for the first time on Norwegian cruise lines. Um, I learned the show in and out from, you know the original creative team. Um, so that was really cool. I know a lot of little tidbits and secrets about the show. Um, and then from there, um, you know, the world shut down and um, I was, kind of nervous about, you know, diving back into theater, Um, but uh, I did, uh, this is now my fourth production in a row of Jersey Boys, Uh, so I found my home again uh, with Jersey Boys, and um, uh, Patty DeBeck, who's our director here, um, had reached out to me over the summer because we have a mutual friend, uh, who's also in the Jersey Boys world and she was like we'd love to you know have you down here in, in Virginia and it worked out I'm so glad that I'm here um, and uh, everybody like Jarrett said and as Cooper said uh, everybody here at Riverside is just the nicest person and yeah. it, it's such a great community at that theater so I'm I'm really happy to be down here.
1: I was, Patrick. Well, we'll always say when we, when we get a group like this in that you know comes from all over, and I'm always asking you know how, you know how would you get everybody together? And I sometimes forget that somebody because, that somebody like Patty Debeck or something when, when you have when you have directors a lot of times, they also have a lot of input and ideas of who they want to have in, oh, yeah. in,
2: in some of these key roles. Yeah, casting is uh, people don't realize what goes into that yeah especially one of the things that i pride myself on is is getting the best that we can and um and not just throwing up a show but but Mm -hmm. really working on a show and making it special everybody always fits yeah you
1: sit there in, in the audience and you just think you know, yeah. he or
2: she, they're perfect for that role. Yeah, it's, it's, I've, I've always enjoyed the process. I mean, I look at so much. Uh, and, and not only talking to directors that we're going to have at Riverside, but I, I call everybody I know and say, who, who do you recommend, hmm. who's, who's great to work with? Because it's not only just finding the talent, but it's also wanting to know what the person that you're hiring is like to work with. You want a team player. You want somebody that's going to come in and you know, um, yeah, not only be great, but but get along with everybody and 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 really be special to the show. So, I love it. I, I still to this day love every minute of it. I'm probably one of the few artistic directors that that really has a hand in casting, even when it's not a show I'm directing. Right. I I really want it to be. Um, top-notch and terrific
1: no we talk uh, about the teamwork and you just see you see these guys and the teamwork guy you can just Mm -hmm. you can tell to have a show like this and to have somebody who's you know stepping out of line would would be just really difficult
2: yeah it happens yeah (laughs) yeah i mean yeah it's (laughs) 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 life. but but uh you know you you deal yeah i mean it's yeah but no i love it and and um you know when we we assemble these four guys and the rest of the cast, and then you know I pop in every now and then just to to watch, and I go, all right, that's great. That's, yeah, you know, it's 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 nice to see it all come together. Yeah. Yep.
1: Patrick Ayer in this morning, Riverside Center for the Performing Arts, Jersey Boys, January 17th through March 24th. 540 370 to uh, find out more about tickets or go to riversidedt.com. Patrick is here along with Gian, Cooper, Jared, and Calvin. More on News Talk 1230 WFVA, Town Talk sponsored by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, tourstaffordva.com. Coming up more uh, with uh, the group here and uh, Jersey Boys on News Talk 1230 WFVA. It's
0: 830. From the Fredericksburg Today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFVA. Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: Good stuff this morning. Riverside Center for the Performing Arts and uh, Jersey Boys, Full House. Patrick Ahern here from uh, Riverside, and uh, he has brought along the Jersey Boys, Gian Cooper, Jared, and, uh, and 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 Calvin in studio with us. We were just talking off air, and and, and Calvin, you um, and I, you you had a great line uh, earlier. Come uh, come for the music, stay for the show. This really is a different kind of show, just in that. You're there and you're seeing all the perspectives play out and it's just fascinating because it really is there's part of it is it's life. We all have perspectives on things, but uh, you know my perspective you know you you put
6: people together and they're 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 all different and you and you see that on stage it's it's really cool very much so. and you see the story of how we were created and how we got together, how we fell apart, how certain people continued um, but even between then, there is such a we all have very specific points of view as people, but also as characters. I think, at least to me, the starkest contrast is excuse me contrast is going from Tommy DeVito, my character, into Jarrett's character as Bob Gaudio. I have the you know I'm the kind of the seasoned semi bad guy who's from Jersey, and then you meet Bob Gaudio, who's younger and is a you know kind of doe-eyed and head in the clouds, and he's relatively innocent and smart. And I'm street smart, but I'm not book smart. And you see how these guys talk and how they relate to each other and how they relate to the world is just a stark contrast.
1: Yeah. So you're, uh, Jared, your, your character, Bob Gaudio, he, he wrote, didn't, didn't he write this show?
5: Yeah. So Bob Gaudio um, in the early 2000s was working with a couple of different New York-based um, script writers. And him and Frankie Valley both really had a big hand in crafting the show and the way that it was put together. Um, and all three of the surviving members of the original four seasons were all very involved um, in the process of putting everything together, giving their input. Um, and they handled it very well and with a lot of care, particularly um, with the way that the deceased member of the band was portrayed um, right. and making sure that um, and they Bob Gaudio spoke on it in a lot of different interviews, but making sure that you give the most honest story possible without throwing all your friends under the bus,
1: sure. yeah, yeah. well, i I came out of it just with a I, I remember besides going home and in reading uh, you know or buying all the music I could, Frankie Valley in the show to me was it was just fascinating. And so I, I mean I went to Wikipedia right away, and then just always, and, and still when I when I see stuff with Frankie Valley, I try to. I, it's, 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 he's a fascinating character.
4: He he goes through it in this yeah. show, um, and you know it's 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 not everything that you know he's gone through, but it 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 hits the highlights, um, and you know. Th- it it deals it deals a lot with loss and he had a great deal of loss in his life between you know the band breaking up and uh also several uh wives of his and several children of his um, yeah. so he 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 deals a lot with with his his season in this show is is winter um and it you know things tend to die in winter so there there is a lot it, it is a heavy mm-hmm. uh load to carry uh especially at the end of the show and the, and there is a lot of you know heavy subject matter um but you know they never they they don't fail to bring it back home and 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 nail you with that nostalgia and um just uh the the coming back together of, of all the four guys and right. and you know, and it is funny that, you know, Frankie is still out there. He's still yeah. going. He's still singing. Yeah. And I think that's just what he loves the most. And that's what he knows how to do. And he knows, you know, he loves being on the road. Like, that's that's what he does.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's because there are times when he's making decisions and you're sitting there going, no.
4: Yeah. Don't do it. Don't. And, and, and you see it in the show where yeah. everybody's trying to, like, no, stop. And he's like, no, I got to keep going. I got to do this. I got to mm-hmm. do that. Like, he's his internal fan is just so fast where everybody's like slow down dude um so yeah the you you see him go through a whole lot in in this show
1: and it's so interesting with these 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 shows and with the music just just over the course of time how it has how it it has held up and there you you can get so much from from a show like this and in in Tied into things that happen today. That's one of the the, the great things about theater. I think that uh, no matter when a lot of these things are written, there always isn't. There's always
4: seems to be applications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the one of the biggest reactions that I've seen from from audience members, especially from uh, the older generations, is that they. It it brings them back to the moment in time when they first heard this music, mm-hmm. and that I find is the most special yeah. part of doing this show. That like w- you know I would come out after the show and they'd be I I remember when I w- I was at my cousin's house or I was going to the dance and they played this at the yep. and I heard Sherry for the first time and like I so many stories come like I, I think it's just a rush of of nostalgia and you know these people who maybe never got to see the four seasons in real life Mm -hmm. but we get to bring that to them here and now and and that is is just what what makes this show so special to me is seeing the reactions from from that generation
1: i and i would think like cooper when you're on stage and looking out and you see you see a you see the audience so relating to songs or it's got to be that's got to give you really a, a you know adrenaline there. Just to, yeah. you're, you're not just singing songs. Sometimes in a musical, you mm-hmm. you kind of drift off and your mind kind of wanders. You don't do that with these songs. No,
3: I mean I, I'm really excited to to see how the audience receives the show. One because like the the songs are so popular and everyone's yeah. gonna be grooving along to them too. Just because of like. Our characters not only interact with each other we have a direct relationship with the audience when we're telling our parts of the story right so we we can talk right to them and and say what we have to share with them and and see what their response is to that um, I feel, and it's yeah. lovely that it's uh we're telling a like a version of a real story as well too you don't always get that luxury with the especially a jukebox musical um, and so to be able to like Share something real and share these complex and morally gray characters. Um, it's gonna be a lot for the audience to digest. And look I
1: to forgot about that. That w- that as you're telling it, there, there really is. As, as each of you tell stories, there's a there's a connection with the with the audience that that, that you don't often have.
3: Yeah, that's no, great. A- especially like sometimes there's narrators, but to be able yeah. to be in the story and then. Be like, okay, well, that just happened. This is how I feel about it. It's it's really a, a fun thing to do as an actor.
1: Well, and in, in a lot of in a, in a lot of cases, some of these stories, if you if you either know the history or you remember that it that it happened, that that adds to it, too. If you're you're sitting there and you're seen on the Riverside stage, some some parts of, of this story or some parts of history that, that you remember.
4: Yeah, they're, It's all it's all, mostly it's all real. And, and originally, um, how you uh, brought up before about um, Bob Gaudio and, and Frankie kind of making this show when they, when yeah. they first wanted to to make a musical, um, they came to Marshall Brickman and, and Rick Ellis, who were the, the writers, and they said, well, we want to make this this show about this girl named Sherry, and she goes to the dance, and they were like... That's a terrible idea. <laughs> like, that's that's because they were they were trying to ride the success yeah. of like Mama Mia, who you know it was this, right. you know fun story, and they got talking about their real experience as group members, and and uh, Marshall Brickman and Rick Ellis were like, that's your story, mm. that y- your your life is the the musical. So I, I think it's really interesting now that that's become the trope for jukebox musicals is you know, let's put Tina Turner on stage, let's put Cher on stage, huh. let's put, yeah. you know, whoever, uh, Buddy Holly, all these, like, so this was really, like, the first biopic, bio, biopic you know, um, musical, and and it lasted the longest, it, you know, like Patrick said, it was on, on Broadway for 15 years, and and they really made the blueprint for, for what good storytelling is with, with existing material Mm.
1: and it's great it is it's 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 great material and just because we know the people and i've learned so much and it's because of patrick and riverside every january having some of these kind of of shows i walk out knowing more about you know i'll walk out of this one knowing you know knowing more about the four seasons but again with with others and in some way i mean you're you're all portraying people that that we're all familiar with yeah which is pretty cool Mm. And it's, it's no mistake patrick that in january you have these these kind of high energy shows i mean it's it's a nice break and the you, you yeah. we're, we're past the past the holidays and it's just you're you're just trying to survive over the next few months to come to a show like this you're going to come out with a whole different for a couple of hours you're you know you're show your toe is tapping and in some of these shows you've you've put a dance floor and people have gone out and
2: danced well i think you know people getting over the the doldrums of the of the end of the the holiday season yeah you know so there's this sort of depression that hits after new year's and um i think that if you do something that's really fun and exciting and and something that people can get get up and dance and nostalgic Mm -hmm. um it gets them out. I think they want to get out. And it, it's funny because this is, even goes for Broadway. Generally, January through March are the doldrums. It's when sales really are, are hit rock bottom. This is why and, when you
1: write your book, you need to talk about what <laughs> you do in January.
2: Because Riverside yeah. br- you know, breaks every well, rule and, and breaks every record. But I remember a yeah. couple of the boards when I... Talk to them about what I was going to do. And they're like, no, you can't do that. And I said, just Let's trust try me. It. Yeah, Buddy try Holly it. was the first one I think we did. That was the, just. And it stuff. was jammed. You know? Yeah. And so some of our biggest hits um, have been in January, February into March. So I'm I'm going to, as long as they write them, I'm going to, you know, I knew keep l- doing
1: them. I knew little about Buddy Holly, but I remember my sister-in-law came along. We brought mm-hmm. her and at the end of the show, she said, I knew every one of those songs, yeah. Yeah. every
2: one of those songs. Yeah. No, and that's it, what's the it, great thing. It's great. You know, one thing I, I want to prepare people for when they come to see Jersey Boys, Um, it, it, there is language. Uh, um, It's probably not. I hate to say this because I think it's a shame that younger people, as in people who are. 6789 yeah because i see them and they work with us at riverside are pretty bright and pretty intelligent and pick up on things um should get to to be a part of or to be able to watch this kind of a show because it's 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 electric um but there is language in the show and um it's funny that they have now you can ac- uh, access a pg script of jersey boys <laughs> Which I thought, well, we maybe we better do this, and I looked at it and went, no, you can't do that because they didn't talk that way, right? And so we've we've kind of done a hybrid. I think I I, I spoke with Patty DeBeck, our director, and I said, why don't you take a look? And then she came to me and and I supported a hundred percent, and and you know I think in this area people are more concerned about the because there's a lot of You know, Bible Belt, Christian, which Mm -hmm. is great. You know, um, The Lord's Name in Vain. Yeah. Which I don't think there's much at all. But, you know, an F-bomb is going to be dropped in this show. Yeah. It's going to be dropped a few times. And I've been watching and I I got to to witness one of the scenes where it's kind of flipped out quite a few times. I love it. You know, (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I'm not a choir boy, so <laughs> I, 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 even, you know, as it's I the get older, though. I still drop an F-bomb from time to time, and I feel good about it. Um, so uh, I think the way it's done in the show, people shouldn't be, it's, it's, it's texture. Mm-hmm. It's, we didn't write the script. I have to tell people sometimes when they come to Riverside, I can't believe it. I'm just telling a story. right? You know, come and let yourselves get involved in the story. You don't have to agree with what they did or how they did it or how they talked. But it's like going to the movies. It's like watching something on TV. We're telling
0: a story. A story. yeah.
2: So if you hear the F-bomb dropped in Jersey Boys, you're going to love it. I'm telling you right now. And if you don't, just cover your ears, you know? Don't turn the hearing aid (laughs) up. Just, you know, yeah. Again, they're Jersey boys. Exactly. That's that's, that's part
1: of what we're talking about.
2: Interestingly enough, I don't want to sidetrack, but when I was a tiny child back in the 60s, my mother had a cousin who we referred to as aunt, and she and her husband owned this music store in Belleville, New Jersey. And the music store was several shops on, I can't remember what Mang Dragon Belleville was. And the music store got so big that they they bought a big supermarket that was shut down and turned the music store into this big... Wow. It was huge. Yeah. And it was called Mascara Music. And the Jersey Boys hung out there. And when I was just a child and I didn't know much about music but I remember my parents telling me you saw those people you I, I didn't know that right. I was, oh. but they were in the store at time. and Joe Pesci who yeah. I didn't know at that time was Joe Pesci <laughs> but he was there he yeah. was good friends with the family and you know and um, How about that? I had a cousin through marriage who was related to my, my aunt Phil's husband Jean who owned the store um, was the uncle of the famous singer Connie Francis and Connie Francis used to hang out at the store, and she would sing at family weddings. She'd get up and ha. sing a tune, at, you know. So, it's it's um, talking about nostalgia and watching a lot of this stuff. It takes me back to that yeah. time. Yeah. And uh, I wish I had been more in tune, you know, at six yeah. and seven years old to go, oh wow, that's Frankie Valley or right? whatever. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't know. You know, my parents did, and yeah. So, just a little cute little story. That's, so that's 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 cool. Yeah, that's so funny that
4: you say that because when I did it in I have two connections to that story. Yeah. There is a, uh there was a woman in when I did it in Raleigh, North Carolina. She was an older woman and she was sitting on the edge of her seat the entire show and we were like this woman is loving it. After the show, we find out she was like when i was you know five or six years old the four seasons used to come over my house and my mother would cook for them yeah like every day yeah and she was yeah. like they would hang out in my house yeah and i was like that is so cool to yeah. like have that you know yeah distant memory of these people that you yeah. actually met yeah. and then and in on the Connie Francis line, some other woman when I did it last summer in South Carolina was like, "My cousin was Connie Francis," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I, I, I may know her.
2: Yeah. Like, that's yeah. wild. Co- Connie Francis is down in in Florida now. That's... She's gone through a lot. Yeah, but hmm. um, but she hangs out at the Wick Theater a uh, lot. Uh. She's friendly with Marilyn Wick, I guess, and they 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 honor her and stuff. But, oh wow. Uh, Yeah, that's That's a whole other story. I wish she'd write something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. uh,
1: Good stuff. Patrick Ahern, (laughs) Calvin, Jared, Cooper, and Gian from uh, Jersey Boys. uh, January 17th through March 24th. RiversideDT.com. Town Talk powered by Stafford Tourism this morning. For information on events and activities, TourStaffordVA.com. We'll wrap it up when we come back on News Talk 1230 WFVA.
0: This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to this studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Gian Cooper, Jared,
1: and Calvin here from uh, the Jersey Boys. You'll see him on stage at Riverside Center for the Performing Arts, January 17th through March 24th, RiversideDT.com. Patrick Ahern, I'm ready. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear them sing. It's too early to ask them to sing. I just, I,
2: I can't wait. Well, you, you, next week, you be over there. You can <laughs> pop over and hear a little bit of it and then when you come and see the show and you know it might be one you want to come back and see this a second this, time. Is, this is, it, is yeah so go, go and go and see it
1: and like, like you said this is the kind of show just with the timing and all what, what you see at the beginning will be a, you'll, you'll see it'll be it'll be even be different later on in the oh, show yeah, so you
2: know, it, it's that kind of show we
1: yeah. don't have time to go through with it with everybody but is, would, is it any one person want to jump out is, is there a scene in the in the show that really speaks to you
5: um i love there's a song in one of the most notable four seasons songs oh what a night and which was co-written by my character bob gaudio and his wife judy parker it's a a great song um i love it and so there's three separate times where we get to do that song in the show and they're all so different um and i just love it because it's such a fun catchy song and they're all very high energy upbeat and it's just a great moment where all the cast really Gets to connect and just have this fun moment on stage together
6: my favorite part i think in the show is when uh we are courting bob gaudio to be to join the at the time it's the i think we're the three lovers um but he has a song written in my character is not too keen on letting this young guy come and take over but um so bob gaudio starts playing on the piano and then one by one all the guys enter and start singing together and it's the first time I think in real life they also sang together but on stage it's the first time the four of us actually get to collaborate and you get to hear the four of us in our harmonies for the fourth time hmm. and every time we do it I get goosebumps it's a yeah. blast well Calvin it's been great to have you back you've aged well in ten years <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: so it's, it's great Appreciate to have it. you back it, it, it's, it's this this show with uh, with uh, with Cooper and Jared with you guys having a connection to this area that that's really cool, and and, and Gian, you doing this show? You can tell that this is this show is you. You love it. I so, <laughs> the, the four of you together, this is going to be it, it's 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 great chemistry and a and, and a great story.
2: Ted, I have one question before we end this morning's broadcast. Yeah, have I aged well? You have <laughs> aged well. Yes, you have. <laughs>
1: I shouldn't have said that because now that's going to be something that comes back and and haunts me. Town Talk, sponsored by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, tourstaffordva.com. Jersey Boys, January 17th through March 24th. Riversidedt.com. Thank you all. Can't wait to see the show. You didn't answer the question.
0: (laughs) You have, Patrick. Thanks for listening. See you in the morning.